road look rough ahead in your mind. Two rabbis, two product guys, and a pilot step into the podcast. <laughs> the talking, this is, we're starting in a different way. I don't like this intro anymore. We're doing something else, okay? I, I ruined it. I, I, mean, I, I stole it. It's, it's, is it's the whole thing fault. now the intro? I, I stepped on it. You did? Because I made the joke and now the joke Oh, now we can't get past it. Should we roll with this? Yeah. It's okay. It can work. We've got to work. I feel like it's happening regardless. <laughs> can we take a vote? We don't want to spend an hour talking about lousy airports. I think we can do – I think we, we've done worse. That was actually not the worst thing we've ever done. But, no, know. it wasn't. Here, well, what's fun about this is that you are genuinely sitting around a bunch of your buddies. And so for episode 67, we're doing the buddies episode. And this, I think, is the perfect intro because we've been trying to do an intro with our friends for a while, and it's going – aggressively poorly so why don't we just say we started hey we started <laughs> wait so you're editing all of this out now right and we're just, I'm just kidding. yeah all of it it'll all be gone i promise so <laughs> uh i think i was going to ask everybody to do a quick round the horn personal intro and just for funsies the shortest version of the of the six degrees of jt white game how many how are you connected to jt today so we're going to start. So I'm Jeremy. I'm one degree from JT, or I guess that's zero. I'm zero, zero degrees because I know JT for years through the tech industry and doing this podcast for a long, long time now. Yeah. To my second left, I will point the finger at my friend Jeff. So I'm Jeff. I am one degree. From, I feel like we're zero degrees now. I've listened to 67 of these podcasts. It's like, it's like you're in my living room. You live in my radio, JT. I'm sorry. Amazing. So uh, I met JT through Jeremy, uh, I don't know, about a year and a half ago, a year ago. That checks out. Yeah. Also, Jeff, recurring guest. Jeff is the first recurring guest. Oh, cool. True story. Although we did that cameo. We had a Jill cameo that one time. I, I feel like a pop-in is different than a guest spot. He's got a full guest spot. Fair enough. Fair, yeah, he makes – this episode would be and with Jeff Arnowitz. Yeah, we're now featuring Jeff. Jill, if you want to arm wrestle for this after you hear it, <laughs> let me know. I'm, I'm up for it. All right. Now to my immediate left, Mike. Hi. I'm Michael. I'm three degrees or two degrees? <laughs> I've known Jeff for a long time, and I've known Jeremy for lesser amount of time. And I know you through them. That's right. And to my right, Josh. Hey, hey JT. Um, I feel like I'm like one and a half degrees from JT because I know him through Jeremy. And also, though, we grew up a couple decades apart in the same place. So when JT talks about like this theater in Albany or that experience in Albany, and I'm like, yeah, I saw that movie there like, a decade before that. <laughs> so like, I feel like in the bars that we went at, you know, in college, like, so it's, uh, you know, we've walked in the same space, even though I've only gotten to know him directly in the past year. That's right. And I am uh, zero degrees from all of you now because we are now doing a podcast together. And I think this means that we're, we're now as connected as, a bunch of white people can be. That's actually what a, a group of white people is called the podcast. So, all right. So, how we're for those of us who have listened to a lot, for those of you who have listened to a lot, we're going to keep the format mostly similar, but rather than lean into JT and I each coming in with a top five list, since this happens to be a group of five people. That's a nice little coinky dink so that we can keep our top five dream alive. But we will not be, we did not task, we didn't task our friends to do the hours of research that JT and I do every week. We, we let them, I'm not going to go phone it in. Their work was done. Work was done. But we're doing a much milder version, I would say, of the, of the research phase. So everybody's coming in with a couple of picks. We're still going to do the clues and the five, five word clue guessing game. And we're just going to see what happens when we throw this much, many people around the mic and have some fun with it. Yeah, I think most mostly what we're doing is not having everyone do a top five for you, listener, because you'd be here for six days. So we're going to try to keep it as tight as we can with this many people. So it's more of like a five guys top ten than a lo-fi top five. But uh, to kick off, we should do a Shawshank. We're going to do this super duper fast. 
um, because we do have to actually talk about movies. And the Shawshank is the one we don't talk about. Back to our first episode. Uh, Shawshank, the most rewatchable movie of all time, clearly. Uh, so starting at my left, uh, Joshua, do you have a Shawshank? I do have a Shawshank. Jeremy, do you have one? I do have a Shawshank. Mike? I think I do, but I need a technical on it because it's slightly outside of the parameters. Then you belong on this podcast. Welcome to the Low Fight Top 5. It's definitely <laughs> what, what it means is if, if you submit your your possibility right. and it goes through, we basically won't then talk about it. We'll just right. be like, yep, that was the best Buddy Hangout it's, movie. It's just Sorry. slightly, there's a slight technical glitch with the, it starts with two but then grows. Oh, buddy, you were made for this. Uh, like, yeah, I have that too. Like, I, I, oh, I, I think probably, well, that's why it's that's, a Shawshank, that's right? Naming, right? I, yeah, All right, well, we'll, we'll get to it. I, I have a feeling it's going to be just fine. Uh, Jeff, what about you? I do not have a Shawshank. <gasps> wow, I'm genuinely very surprised by that. All right, so I do have one. Hey, do you have one? Of course. Have one? Of course. Oh, oh. all right. No all right, so let's start, uh, Jeremy. What's the what's the order here? I'm gonna. You are the order master today. From the order, Hattie had one, and again, I too am somewhat surprised that our not very opinionated friend Jeff did not have a shot shank for today. <laughs> well, I actually have a very strong opinion about why there shouldn't be any shot shanks. Ah, and there but, is everybody. But, it's Jeff. Who's surprised? But we'll let it. But we'll let it go. It's fine. You guys do your thing. It's fine. All right. So the order of the day will be, and this so, is so fetch. Stop it! Stop trying to make fetch happen. Fetch. Stop quoting millennial movies, Gen Xers. Right, uh, that's my job. That's his yeah. job. JT is the one who makes fetch happen. We instead uh, just know that it's all ball bearings these days. All ball bearings, yes. That's the difference. All right, the order we will be for the day will be Jeff, Josh, Mike, me. Sorry, Mike, JT, me. I say me because I read JT and I actually think me because you know how I roll everywhere else all week long other than this little bit of time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Where I have to go by my name. Okay, so Josh, uh, yeah. do you want to do the whole clue reveal for your Shawshank or just blurt it out? Um, I think blurt it out. Okay, that's fine. Because we don't always remember to pick, make clues for the yeah. Shawshank. What you got? Uh, I, have, I think it's just such a dominating movie that we wouldn't talk about anything else for the next hour. So that's why we have to name it, which is uh, The Big Lebowski. Interesting. Big Lebowski is submission. Whoa. So, so think about this. Big Lebowski is on my list. Um, it because of Donnie, it does pass the test <laughs> because technically it's two guys, but Donnie's Donnie plus Donnie. So, uh, I, basically, I'll accept this movie every time for anything. So, yeah, sure, I'm fine with this as a Shawshank. I'm comfortable with it. It was not in my list, so I, I give up nothing no. for this. Mike? Okay. Wait, I, wait, wait. Are you down with it, or are you... Do you accept that, Shawshank? Oh, yes. Is it, or is it a movie you wanted to Indubitably. That is not the movie that okay. I had for mine. No, I know. All right. Do you accept the Shawshank, Jeff? I, I do. It was also on my list and uh, is on my shirt. Yes. It is. Uh, Does that mean you don't want to talk about it today? Just confirming that's part of the yeah, consequence. That's fine. fine. It comes it, with great power of being Shawshank. Right. Consequence, That's no true. discussion. Because we know what a stickler we are for the rules on this podcast. So, no. all right, we are officially Shawshanking the Big Lebowski. Okay, I have a different movie to submit as Shawshank, but my hunch also is that it would be on a list. Oh. My submission is The Big Chill. You have to be out loud, Mike. I had, they can I, hear you I, nodding. <laughs> I had that on my list, but not as my Shawshank. And Would you actually, like it to be a Shawshank? That again means we won't yeah. talk about it. So the reason it wasn't, and then we can discuss that, is I wasn't sure if that was as big a deal to you guys, mm. me mm. being the eldest, mm. and a different. No, yeah. Josh, Josh, and I are basically the same. But it seemed yeah, like it was that. more impactful. I think a few years, if you were a few years older when it came out. I think. But maybe not. If I'm wrong about that, then I think we were the tail end. I think baby boom. It, it really hit young baby boomers, and we're at we're old Gen X. So that's I what I was thinking. But maybe I'm wrong about that. I mean, if you feel like that was that, I will say something very straight up. This is not my movie. 
right, this is not my generation. This is nobody here's actual generation. It's older than all of us. Yeah. But the reason I Shawshank is because a I've seen it older than than when it came out because I was like twelve or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would argue that it defines the category perfectly. It doesn't have to be my absolute favorite of thing to be Shawshank, oh, and therefore I am very comfortable with the Shawshank. I don't have a problem. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's fine yeah. with me because this movie's nowhere on my radar, so you can have it. I would have thought this could have been a, a Mama JT movie. So this is a Mama JT movie, but it was like I've seen it once, and it was like, all right, you like this movie, cool. Okay, so shall we move on? We should. Let's keep yeah. going. Michael still has a. Shot oh, I have one. Oh, there's an. That's another. But I have a one series. Of the, he's he's still shaking a series. No, Five no, word. Uh, oh, and okay. Yeah, great. I'm a rule follower. You told me to have a five word. <laughs> that part's unclear at this point. Definitely not laughing at you. Definitely not laughing at you. Oh. I don't think of taxi drivers. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Like, that's all that, I'm thinking of. No, no. Wait, wait. Do you have a year for us? Yeah. Can you give us a year? I can't. Just one second. Uh, the year is 1990. Oh, no, no, no. The year is 1990. Wow. 1990. 1990. So I not laughing. Be, I definitely not. Um, not laughing at you. Definitely not laughing at you. Is it good fellas? It's good fellas. Oh. Uh, am I a clown to you? Right. They're in the bar. The guy has just come out of prison. They're having a celebratory drink. They're laughing. Pesci Joe Pesci oh, takes it as it. them laughing at him. Well, they kind of are laughing at him, actually, now that I recall. Um, and he gets very angry. This, is a, good, this is a good one. I was trying to think of a good mob movie for the category, and that's a good one. I, I had a light mob movie for the. I, I thought I wanted to do the freshman, but I didn't. It's basically two of them. But they also they come Mo- together. Ninety percent right. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. The they also come together in the movie. Right. Yeah. He's talking about the freshman, the movie, basically. The freshman. No, the fr- I'm talking about right. the movie. Oh, 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 like the Komodo Dragon? Who's the third person? No, the roommate's No, the roommate's <laughs> I mean, I thought that the hangout had to be that they were already a group before the Yeah, but there's no group. It's just two of them. Yeah, that's why it doesn't... Okay. But so even, good even fellows, the two of them don't know each other when the oh, movie starts, right, right. is Josh's point. Right. This and is, I think this the, is the category. I think we do... Yeah, yeah. yeah, the larger point here is that Goodfellas is very clever, and I think we should totally accept it. Oh, yeah, accept it, totally. Ding, ding, okay. ding. So we have three Shawshanks today. This is unprecedented. Oh, you have a, a, yet another. I do. What? What you Mine, very, uh, I'll try to fly through it. 1986, I'll give you Boys, Bikes, Body, Woods, Leeches. Oh, wait, Stand wait. by me. This so is this was... for discussion. This, 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 I cannot. Okay. I cannot, I cannot let it pass. Then, then we will not Shawshank it, which means we will move directly into our top Two, which is technically a top ten, which is kind of a derivative of top five. Anyway, moving right along, Jeffrey, who did not have a Shawshank, but took issue with why Shawshanks exist for this, which is the most Jeff thing I've heard ever, gets to go first. I'd hate to disappoint you, JT. You never so, do. So now I know this is on your list. Also, do you, I'm going to take it though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, well, so sorry, this is also number one on the list of movies Jeff is absolutely going to pick. <laughs> will be stand by me just because just I've been singing the soundtrack ever since you mentioned this category and as soon me. as I called you out for singing the soundtrack I was like ah oh, I wish I didn't say that out loud yeah, I, I, I knew I was going to have this one uh, I think if there were going to be a Shawshank this would be the one I think, I think it's a good call JT I, I think this would be but it, it needs to be talked about if we're doing it uh, my clue was was want to see a dead body my uh, my excellent. five was walking and running on tracks. Also good. Yeah, train dodge would be epic. So this this movie, first of all, I was this age when I first saw it. Right, nineteen eighty six. I was eleven years old. Right, they're twelve or something. You know, right, right in there. So it was very personal to me. I think it defined this sort of coming of age group of friends. Um, they have a handshake. They skin it, if you remember. Like, yeah. but, uh, like I feel like a good buddy hang, like group of friends, they need a handshake. They have, you know, words they use. There's great storytelling. Um, and they're on, you know, they're on an adventure to, to, to go see a dead body. Just absolutely defining the group of friends adventure movie uh, 
it was the first one about it. Oh, and a great, great soundtrack. One of the first, oh, so I was 11 years old, one of the, the first soundtracks I ever owned. Uh, all this great 50s movie music that I did not previously know. Um, I must have listened to it a thousand times. So just an end-to-end great movie, number one with a bullet on my list. Well, well said. I think this is also in that category of defined society for a while. Like Stand By Me was Zeitgeist for a long time, right? Whether it was Chomper the Dog or, I mean, the, the quotability of the movies off the charts. So much that I think a lot of the language has probably really reached conversational elements like Roundup the Usual Suspects. I think there's phrasing that came out of this movie that we all sort of adopted without necessarily even like thinking we're being clever, you know, Cinderella story, quoting the movie, but more of, it's just sort of how we started to talk a bit more. You know what I mean? Like this was everywhere. When Stand By Me came out, the poster was everywhere. It was everything. Well, I think the argument that I would make as to why it's a Shawshank is because I think it's still everywhere because when you think about the creation of archetypes and friend groups and what this did for every movie after it, as far as like the clearly defining who is who in the friend group, because this movie went as far as to explain it in real time because they had Dreyfus giving you the overture. Like he was telling you what was happening as a narrator. So like almost the reason I wanted to Shawshank it, first of all, Jeff, I agree with you. It deserves to be talked about for sure. Jeremy and I just have talked about it before, But, but like on the list, like I look at all the other movies that really spoke to me and I'm like derivative, it's derivative, it's derivative. Like all of it has an element like, they, they take the best parts of Stand By Me. It's a beautiful film. It's a beautiful film. I'll, I'll give it two more points. Just Rob Reiner oh. as director. I mean, it's just just brilliant. And the, these boys, so many of these cast members come to define, you know, male leads for decades. Yeah. Um, if they're still alive, right? So you have River Phoenix, um, who unfortunately yeah. is no longer with us, but... Will we in an amazing, amazing performance from Corey Feldman, right. who d- gave lots of not amazing performances over the course of his career? <laughs> but, but this performance is fantastic. And then you've got Kiefer Sutherland, you know, and the, and the older boys, and uh, and a baby Cusack. Baby Cusack is also in the in the gang with uh, with, with Kiefer Sutherland. So just baby Cusack. Yeah, he's the older brother. He's the older brother. We love uh, baby Cusack. Yeah. See, I'm wondering, like. Because you guys are like, you know, vibing on this big time. And Mike and I are just like, eh, I don't know. Like, at least that's what I'm getting from you. And I- So I remember thinking at the time that it was really great. What a neat movie. All the friendship stuff, especially, it was about the friendship. Everything else really was superfluous. The story could have changed, been, a, uh, you know, a dozen different stories. The whole movie was about the friendship and how it was defined. And I think, I know for me, and I would presume for most people they looked at that and kind of then categorized their friends in ways sure. that maybe you hadn't maybe you knew you knew innately but hadn't kind of verbalized to yourself yeah. and thought about so yeah i think it was for we were- sure great in this category and yeah. in other categories it just for me is too far in the past that i've not it's been so long since i've seen it it isn't really like popping for well me. i just also think that in 86 you're 20 Right, twenty. Yeah, and I'm uh, seventeen. Yeah, I can do math. I'm seventeen, so like, um, it just maybe didn't hit us in the same way for sure than if we had been eleven, twelve. Like, this is what I was gonna say. I think you guys are the exact wrong age for it. I think if you are just too old, sixteen to seventeen, somewhere in there. Basically, if you sort of are siding on Keeper Sutherland's yeah. vibe, right? If at any point, like twelve-year-olds are the least cool possible age, <laughs> like a seventeen-year-old, right? Like even the fifteen-year-old might be your younger brother who's totally not cool, but you're gonna pick on or whatever. But twelve is just lame, and under twelve is like a little kid, and that's okay too. But we're not getting nostalgic about it yet. That's right. And so unless you then recatch it, like in your twenties, at exactly the right kind of time. Where you can watch it and be like, wait, what was I thinking? Why did I make fun of this movie? It probably missed you. All right. I, I think we should move on to, to the next movie. But uh, I would like to leave with a, a lingering question, which is, what the hell is Goofy? <laughs> <laughs> that was the, 
Uh, all right, so I think next is Josh or Mike. I don't know. It's Josh. All right, yeah. Josh, you're up. Okay, and this movie for me links to another movie that you guys talk about all the time, only because I saw the promo for it when I saw it when it, when I went to see this the, this movie on the Upper West Side um, back in 1993, and it was the promo for Rudy. Oh, we love Rudy. <laughs> yeah, which um, in a movie theater on the Upper West Side got actually kind of hysterical laughter at the wrong moments. I never saw the movie. That's why I still haven't seen it. Anyway, um, this movie, it's really hard to give you actually any characters from it, but it's 1993. Okay. Um, my five words are accomplished much in 200 years. Ooh. And the two, like, it's, I think, picking people out of this character. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Right. The we cast did. members, like, impossible without giving it all away. Esteban, Pow- Esteban Powell and Wiley Wiggins. Whoa. I don't know what this is. Josh is being very clever. All right. 93. Those are the only two I could give and not give it all away. Because the cast is like. And what were your five words for us? It was accomplished much in 200 years. In 200 years. That might be too sneaky. I don't know. That's but. okay. So I have a I have a guess guess. And I'm going only off of the year and who I think Esteban Pal is, although I don't know if I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Is this Days and Confused? It is Days and Confused. Popcorn. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it, it's a great movie. Number one, um, I learned some interesting things about it. Like the guy who cast this movie, and think about every, all the people who came out of this cast. Right, he's the same guy who cast Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Tracks makes sense. But also, a, like a you know, yep. ensemble cast, and everybody became famous from it, and it, it defined it. Um, and also, I think there's something about it for me. And I don't know if it's true for Mike also. I don't want to do the age thing the whole time. But um, it is just 10 years. Like, it takes place, right? The idea of it is um, it's the last day of high school, 1976, in Austin, Texas. And it's like the rising juniors hazing the rising freshmen. Or rising seniors hazing right. the rising freshmen, right? right? And the stories of all that stuff that happens. And uh, there's a Ben Affleck in there who plays the big a-hole and where it gets... And actually, Esteban is the one who catches him. He's the he's the kid who um, is waiting to get smacked while they pour the paint on Ben Affleck's head. He's Carl. Carl, yeah, he's Carl, right? Um, and just so many lines from this movie are definitive. It captures an era, right. and I think that because it it's supposed to take place ten years before I graduated from high school, right? There's enough stuff in it that's kind of like lead into what high school was like for us, but also older you know it's like different it's kind of like you're looking up to these kids like oh yeah and right that's what our high school was trying to be like but because it was the 80s it wasn't quite the same it was like watching a film about my friend's older brothers when they were in high school yeah, yeah exactly. that's oh, what that's it feels cool. like when i watch that movie yeah that's like cool. we knew kids and we like we but and it's, it's just a great movie it's funny to watch it's funny lines like and it captures it's one of those high school movies that as you guys were talking about the high school movie thing right I think there's a lot of like honesty about the high school experience in that movie. That's not especially captures that slice of life for like it, it, it's Texas. it's definitely yeah a part a certain region a certain time frame absolutely funny for me. This is a weird movie because I only saw it for the first time. I don't know if it's five or eight or ten years ago. Whatever it is, it's firmly as an adult. And I gotta say, I really picture something much closer to like I sort of pictured in my head that there was gonna be like Fast Times at Richmond High, but where everybody's stoned. That's sort of what I thought that, that Days and Confused was going to be. So I went into it expecting a lot more comedy and not like, it, it really is much more a serious piece about, you know, teenagers in, in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I saw this, that was, I, I left the theater. I think we were, I was in college, just started college. And I think I walked out and said, it was more of a period piece Hmm. Then it was like there wasn't really a plot. Yeah. Like it was just yeah. showing this Slice is what life. life was like 
in this moment. Right. And 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 I and I and I remember that. I was I was a little kid. It was also like but right. I remember hazing like like nasty painful hazing and I remember sleazy guys who would cruise for the good old days for yeah. high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like so that was all thing but yeah that's when I walked out. I was like oh period piece. Period piece. It's the powdered wigs that give it away. Yeah, yeah it really is. It really is. All right, uh, that's a great one. Uh, let's keep moving. So, Mike, that means you're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... So, we had talked a little bit about are we picking movies that we think best, best represent this or the ones we best most like this. So, this one is kind of representative of the whole... Let's call it the universe. It's not a Marvel thing, but let's call it that, of this movie and my clue is the first one really sucked the first one really sucked can we get a year uh i can it is dun, dun, dun. i don't have this page open is this while you look this up is this going to be when you say the first one really sucked are you telling us the first film the first film really sucked yes so this is not the first one so, so uh, the, 1982 so was so 1982 was not the first one of these no okay. not the first so film the one you're referring to is from 82 yes the first film in your clue is from somewhere prior to 82 and it was not good this is a sequel <sighs> yes yeah, this is a Star Trek movie. This yeah. is Star Trek to the Wrath Khan! of Khan. Josh got it. Yeah, Wrath of Khan. Yeah. So, um, first of all, it was. Hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on. Uh, that's not the one with the whales. <laughs> oh, this, this is the one where they put disgusting earwig slug things in their ears oh, very visibly to nine year old us. And, and is also Shatner's big. Khan. Have you ever seen the meme Khan? Hey, all right. Right. That's all from this movie. Guys, that, I know that scene and scene. That's the whole thing I know. <laughs> so Ricardo Montalban, so it, it's, you know, obviously a continuation of the Star Trek series from the late 60s. Um, and the bad guy, Khan, is a bad guy from one of the episodes. And the story is he gets exiled with his people who are like... Um, uh, not manufactured, but like super, they're, they're genetically altered to be super warriors. There's about a hundred of them, I think. Is that? And they all get frozen in the original TV episode. They're all frozen on a ship. Uh, the Enterprise of Star Trek finds the ship and re brings them out of, uh, out of their deep sleep thing. And then we figure out, you know, at first he's just very urbane and, and smart and interesting. And then we slowly find out he's going to, he wants to take over everything and what he is about, um, and then that ends. And now this is, okay, oops, we accidentally sent you a planet that got knocked out of its orbit and turned into this wasteland. And now they have the opportunity again, since they're super beings, they managed to survive. And now he again is trying to take over the Enterprise and through that he will apparently, you know, eventually rule the universe. Um, it represents, for me, I really actually liked the J.J. Abrams movies and my first thought was the first new J.J. Abrams. They had they did all these great backstories, how all the crew met, but I thought that was outside the category since they were all meeting in that film. Correct. That, I think, is actually really, really good. I think the new ones just knocked it out of the park for me. Um, but Khan is the best of the original series of movies that came after the show. And um, so this is 82, the show went off the air in 69, was it 66 to 69? Something like that. Um, something like that. Anyways, and the incredible phenomenon that Star Trek started, not just for Star Trek, but Comic-Con, all so much has come from this show, not to mention the, the, the stuff like having a black woman as an officer on a starship, which was huge at that time. Um, and of course, all the thing about red shirts. Right. Around to this day. Anyways. I that's think my that's a fun pick, Mike. Uh, if I were being really critical, I think they hang a bit more in the in the one with the whales. I think they get the most. <laughs> the most hang yeah. As Jay, someone who's not <laughs> as someone who's not super familiar with it, let me tell you, your description definitely sounds like a buddy movie. Uh, it like I'm assuming that there's a lot of camaraderie and stuff, and I obviously have a high like appreciation for Star Trek because it led to all the movies that I love now. 
I, I would say this, JT. I would say that the one of the sort of messages of this movie, and it does have a couple, but one of the underlying themes is friendship. Like there's a there's a very yeah. good through line of this pick. You know, I mean, they are in space and Klingons and all that other cool stuff. But like, there's definitely the friendship. The relationship, it doesn't... Main point of the story. And it is in the series, too, that a lot of the things are relationship-driven. Right. Different members of the the command crew go through different um, uh, personal things, challenges, challenges that the other people are involved with and have have, um, investment in each other. Yeah, great, great movie. I, I think that... Spock and Kirk have their thing going on. McCoy. You can add Bones in there to mm-hmm. to be the third. I think that these old Star Trek movies to the new Star Trek movies, and I, and I love them, are like, um, do you remember the old space Legos? <laughs> space Legos? <laughs> the old Spaceman Legos. They were, they were, they, they are. Uh, the mini figs? You mean the little guys? The little guys who were yeah, 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 yeah. Lego men. Had a little helmet. They are like they are to like, to new Lego men. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Right. Yeah. So anyway. Well, look, what I just learned is that apparently the original Star Trek was only on for three years. I assumed it ran forever because I know the next generation felt like it did to me. So that was, I just learned that. So <laughs> you, would, you would actually credit this movie as the rebound for Star Trek. That's I'm awesome. For no, sure. Great, great, great. Almost terrible. Almost terrible. Hey, do, you, do you guys have the wisdom that with the original Star Trek series, you only watch the even numbered ones? Yeah. Right. That was, that passed our generation. The first movies. Memory. The even numbered ones were good. The odd numbered ones were terrible. terrible. No idea why. That's fair. All right. I'm going to continue down our thread. So I get to go next, right? It's not my turn. That's right. It's not your turn. All right. So uh, since you old guys keep picking old stuff, uh, I'm going to go 2012. (laughs) No. I'm going to go 2012, October 12th. Uh, I'll give you Paul Rudd and Dylan McDermott. Yeah, and the five words are adolescence, barricades, headphones, high school, and tunnels. This is an Avatar movie. No. Oh, really? I was thinking of either like the uh, the one where they're in the Best Buy. Is that from Forty Old Virgin? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Forty. Is this the Forty? No, no, no. It's not an Avatar movie. That's Apatow's wife is the... I'm still guessing Apatow movies. I don't, yeah. I don't trust them. <laughs> oh, right. I'm sorry. You're right. It is an Apatow movie. movie. Not Apatow and not Ant-Man. What is Paul Rudd then? Paul Rudd, Dylan McDermott. What was the year? 2012? 2012, yeah. Nine years ago. Directed and written by Stephen Chopsky. That's not helping. Nope, sure isn't. <laughs> uh, and he's probably a smaller role in it, too. Of course he is. Is it a comedy? So, yeah, that's funny. Comedy-ish. High, high school, tunnels, headphones. What was it? Adolescence, barricade, headphones, high school, tunnels. There's a good chance none of you have seen this. <laughs> Mac, Mac and Me 2, The Revenge? Oh, I do love a good Mac and Me reference, but it's not Mac and Me, no. All right, what you got, bud? This is The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, never uh, saw that. No, didn't see Paul it. Paul Rudd's in that? Yeah, so I won't. I had a feeling that has anyone in the room seen it? I think it's a no. I saw it. Okay, yeah, so Paul Rudd is in it. So the reason it's on the list for me, first of all, it's it's an amazing book. I think it's a genuinely like one of the best coming of age finding friends movies that was made post 2000. Because I feel like pre 2000, like 80s and 90s, there was a decent run of that. Um, which we already covered off on part of, right? When it comes to things like Stand By Me, and then you have basically the entirety of the John Hughes collection, which speaks a lot to this. This was like a modernized version of a lot of that. It hits a lot of the beats that I think you needed to, but I don't think it took shortcuts or cheap shots to get to where it needed to. But what was interesting was this, is that this movie for me is a shining example of the other kids in high school, which is 90% of the kids in high school. 
Right. Right. Like they always make these movies about like varsity blues and like the bring it on. And it's always like the popular kids. That's like 10% of a high school. The other 90% is a bunch of kids who have no idea where they fit. They don't know what they're supposed to be like when they grow up and they're having a really hard go of it. This movie, I thought, beautifully encapsulated those kids' journey on finding out who they are and finding like-minded people in their little what they think is the weird group, but is actually most people. And so for being the millennial on this particular podcast surrounded by now more than one non-millennial, I I felt like this would be a good bring it into the fold because I think it's actually like a really beautiful movie. And it's also it's fun. Ezra Miller is really great in it. Logan Lerman, I thought, was really brilliant. Uh, Emma Watson showed how her range in this. This was kind of before she had really kind of shown all the things that she could do outside of being Hermione. Uh, so Parks of Being a Wallflower, I think, is really good. And I think it's a really good modern take on a buddy movie, even though it's not like a chummy <laughs> buddy movie. It's like, a, oh, wow, those are friends and friendship is hard. Yeah. Nice. There you go. Would you, is this a movie you've rewatched? Oh, yeah. I've seen this movie at least three times. Oh, right. Yeah, it's just I like I find it to pull on really beautiful emotional strings. Like it really is. It's a good reminder that everyone fits somewhere. Um, and I just think it was done really cleverly instead of doing sort of the let's make it a rom-com like they didn't they didn't do it like they didn't do right. all that stuff. They just went like these are friends and high school's hard. Here's a movie, which I really appreciate. Nice. Which means you're up, Jer. All right. So I, I haven't I, I'm I'm deciding to do something deliberate here, which is the top two movies I would pick for this are both movies that I've talked about quite a few times before. I think they're actually pretty guessable. And I'm going to keep them in in case we don't get to them in the in the little round. So instead, I'm going to go with what would really even be my third pick, but I think it's a really fun pick for the category. I just want to bring a movie in that I think we all know. Whether or not we all guess it, we'll see. 1995. Ooh. The cast includes Annie Potts and Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn is the... Uh, Wallace Shawn is the guy from Princess Bride. I, I know it. I know what you're talking about, right. I think, because I saw it on right. when I was doing looking up stuff. And the five words are buddies pretending they aren't real. Mike. Looks like, does Mike have a guess? Mike looks like he has a guess. I, I know what it is. Mike has figured it out already. Okay. What year is this? 95. See, so I was in Israel for that whole year, so I, like, I missed Oh, right, because Israel doesn't have movies. Oh, that point, they, didn't, they didn't have them quite yet. I'm going, to wager, I'm going to wager that five or five have seen this. Yeah, everybody's seen this, and I just everybody's figured out what it is. Seen it. I just, but time-wise, it's not. It's okay. I got it. I know what it is. Figured it out? Yeah, I did. Jeff? You got a guess? All right, Mike was first. Well, let's give him the privilege. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, sorry. Correct. Nailed it. Oh. Bunch of buddies hanging out, pretending not to be real. Yeah. yeah. That's my so, little... That's my shtick here. Yeah, you're stepping on, and we'll just. I want you to talk about Toy Story, but I actually, because it's me, I had to pick one animated movie, and it was going to be the Toy Story franchise. I went with four because of how the arc ends and how, like, just how big the friendship is in that. But I love this pick, and I'm so happy you picked an animated movie. It makes me very happy. Yay! I um, I wanted to pick an animated movie. I sort of had that in my. <laughs> I'm going to go looking through the animated movies list. I actually deliberately started with the Studio Ghibli list to see of the ones I've seen, but none of the ones I've seen would make make this week's category. There's one that I thought you might pick in that, but I don't think it works barely. It might be the one I haven't seen also. Maybe. Um, So, you know, look, Toy Story kicked off effectively a generation. Ooh. That should be a word. That's a great accidental word you just made. I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. Done. Urban Dictionary. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Toy Story kicked sure. off CGI movies. And it also kicked off, I think, a whole different era of these super thoughtful, really, we're going to just pick an emotion or a set of emotions as they evolve and just make a movie around that. You know, I can't say that Toy Story was, was building a movie about being friends, but that's sort of what it is. The whole point of it is like, they're helping each other. They've got each other's backs throughout the entire movie. Someone new showed up at the school, you know. So I have a nitpick. So I actually had Toy Story 3 as one that JT would pick. By the way, I have not seen 4. Just so I have not seen 4. 3 was excellent. Though. 3, was, 3 was excellent. 
I had it for Jay because the rules, as I understand them, although we, I know we break rules here, that they often know each other at the start of the movie and be hanging out. And the whole plot of Toy Story, as I remember it, is the entrance of Buzz. space. Correct. Uh, Buzz Lightyear into a group that already exists. You are correct, but I would argue that the premise of the movie is that group hanging out. Um, the premise of that movie is them hanging out and introducing a new friend or letting a new friend in. And it really is the entire plot of the movie is him joining the friends. I'll give it to you. I just, that's why, that's why we had gone to with the sequel yeah. because the sequels, they, they all, and like, and Buzz and Woody have become great friends. And mm. anyway, it's a great pick. Nice. Yeah. Well, and, and Jeff, just to be clear, you and I are on the same page. That's why, because I, I was going to do this one. I probably would have used this as my second pick if nobody else picked an animated one. And that's the exact reason that I picked four yeah. was because the, the friendship at in four is so developed and so deeply rooted with the whole group. There is no introduction. Everybody okay. is something. It's coming back to friendship. It's a whole thing. But it's a great pick. And I'm thrilled somebody other than me picked animated. So now I don't have to. Yay. <laughs> Very nice. Do we move on to second picks? Jeff, let's go, bud. Okay. Well, decision time. All right, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I don't. I'll, I'll be. Uh, I'll be typecast. I'm gonna go with. You're looking at my shoulders. You can't. I'm, I'm not looking. No, so I'm just staring into space. I'm gonna go with 1985. 85. Okay. 1985, and the actors are Kerry Green and Josh Brolin. Yep. Can I give you my clue? Or yeah, 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 do it. You should. Uh, Always so, give the clue. Search, seeking a pirate ship. Yeah. What's your clue? You had one too? No, I didn't have a clue, but I knew what this movie was immediately. Pals exploring the Astoria pipes. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That is, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is Goonies. Yeah, yeah. So good. And like Stand By Me, like these would be the two formative, you know, kids exploring hanging out, going on adventure. Uh, I love Goonies because I might have been one of those kids, you know, who went, who did made-up adventures, you know, imaginative play, whatever. And then one day they find themselves on a real adventure, kind of accidentally, you know. It, they're half playing a game and half suddenly finding that there's, you know, these evil villains chasing them and uh, and they have to save the day. And uh, Anyway, it's, it's Goonies. Like, what else is there to say? It, it is a defining... Friends hanging out together movie. Absolutely. Great I movie. actually had this earmarked as one of you Shawshanking it. Oh, interesting. I, I, I had it as a potential. If I had written out a whole list for Jeff of five movies, this would have made that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great pick also. I think love watching the friendship and how they know each other and the, the little jokes and jabs they make with each other. It's great. Super fun. Good movie. Listen, on, every on time it comes up, we have to make a plea. Hey, Hollywood, make more Goonie-like movies. Don't remake yeah. the Goonies. Leave the Goonies alone, but yes. just go make the Goonies like again. There's so many. It's, it's a great shtick that everybody loves and the world could use it. Beautiful. Well said. All right, Josh. Pick two. Okay, so um, this movie is a genre-defining movie. Oh. And on a, on a number of levels, okay? Um it's from 1964. Whoa. The cast members, I don't think, are going to help you. Richard Vernon and Lionel Blair. Nope. But maybe you can get it from the five words. Running, running, and dry banter. And what's it's banter? Dry banter. Do you have it? Because I think I 1964. I think we met, it was mentioned today, wasn't it? Or yesterday? No? I haven't heard this mentioned before. Oh, okay. Then no, because I thought you mentioned it. I, and I'm no, I don't doubt it. I don't know if the year is right, but I'm assuming this is Chariots of Fire. No, no, no. Chariots of Fire is like '80s. Yeah. That would say those five words again. Oh, running, 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 and dry banter. Running, running. What I thought of? Oh, I'm sorry. You no, go. Yeah. 1964 is also a film. Mad, 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 Mad World. No. And dry banter. So it's think, about five 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 yeah, think about hangout in a different kind of way. Like and it's a riff, it, looks, it kind of riffs on guys, uh, Lawrence friends hanging out a little bit. <laughs> Dry banter, like I think it's British people. Right, right. The Dirty Dozen? No, no. Right? Yeah, that was like in the 70s. But right. also they're assembled. Go ahead, Josh. Let us, yeah. let us have it. A Hard Day's Night. 
Oh, oh clever girl. Because the band, like, first of all, I watched that so many times on uh, VHS, you know, playing it over. And they are like, it's like an introduction to what it's like to be a Beatle, you know, and they're running everywhere away from girls screaming, except for when they're on the train or they're in a room and then they're like just, you know, they're little subtle bands. They're British. Back and forth, they're joking. Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it, it also comes to define like, what is a tour video? What's a tour movie for bands? for like ever, like every, every tour movie for a band is based on a hard day's night on some way. This is a really great, like, this is a very smart pick. Excellent pick. Good so pick. what's funny is JT and I watched like the first half of this, I don't know what, a year ago. Yeah. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Just randomly one night we were, never seen it. um, and it was funny. I don't know. I mean, it's a great pick. It's a great pick. It's not a very good movie. I was going to say, it. it's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's a great movie. Right. It's not a good movie. But I guess it's it's exactly that. It's the zeitgeist of what it meant right. to be a Beatle and, and yeah. to be with it. And, uh, so it's, it's perfect. I just, we made it like halfway through and we're like, all right. <laughs> That's over. We've had enough. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's watch Jumpin' Jack Flash instead. That's cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Two thirds almost. Uh, <laughs> I actually would like to really watch it. I just sort of felt I got the point. I don't know. Mike, what's next? Okay, 1998. I got and a I shot here. I got a shot, guys. <laughs> and this really did uh, change the way this kind of movie was made. And my oh. five word, well, that's what they say. <laughs> I didn't come up with that myself, but then you'll think about it. Um, he is probably worth it. 1998. Big movie, like a blockbuster type of movie. Right. Two cast members, though. Give us two cast members. Oh, okay. Well, I can't He's give you the top two. He is probably worth um, it. Oh, this is a good one. Um, Giovanni Ribisi. Love him. And Tom Sizemore. Oh, wow. Yeah, Whoa. it's tough. They're in so much. 98, though. Is this that thing you're doing? No, I like that movie, though. It's a great movie. <laughs> Be- that would have been a good pick. Oh, so this is past boiler. They both both those movies share another star. There is a star, a movie star. One of the actors is is in both of those movies. Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Sorry, I'm, I'm touching my nose. Saving I forgot the radio. Saving, 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 Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Ah. So kind of outs, perhaps outside your areas of. Uh, Oh, relevance, but um, so this is a World War II movie, right? Based on they say it was based on a true story of these four brothers, the Nil Nilsen brothers. Um, two of them died during the war. Nyland brothers. Two of them died during the war. One was presumed dead, but actually ended up he was in a prisoner of war camp. Uh, so they so they brought the fourth one back. That was what the story was based on. The whole story is about this platoon starting landing on D-Day and going into Europe. Uh, uh, General Marshall, who was the general of the army, the, one of the few five stars, he was general of the armies, found out about this. Three brothers killed. We're, we have to go get this fourth brother. We have to bring him home. There was another story in the Pacific of five brothers, the Sullivan brothers, who were all on a cruiser. I think the Juno is what I read that was sunk and they all five of them died. And that actually, these kind of incidents that happened a few times changed policy about how relatives could be, could not be in the same unit. They had to be spread out, basically. Um, It really changed the way war movies were filmed. It, you know, I don't know if hyper-realistic is a little over the top, but very, very realistic, very intense, um, the fighting scenes, and a really good story about... um, you know, war is messy and dirty and horrible and ugly. And, but also there are certain things about the military that make friendships, the bonds of friendship, incredibly powerful and strong and, and lifelong lasting. Um, and, um, and it was really good. It was nice. a great movie. It's a great pick. It's, it's a great pick. Yeah. I, it's funny. I was thinking through war movies for a little bit. I, I thought about the great escape because they really, but it really didn't hit the category because they all sort of, I mean, some of them knew each other going into the prison camp and things like that, but mm. felt, and, and that was a good one. I didn't, I, yeah. didn't uh, I did not, 
I was thinking older war movies. I went looking through some of those lists. Like, was there Midway, a good, or, is there like a good movie big, of like a squad? The on big some red adventure? I had that. That's that was, that was a thought too, also. But again, um, they come together, you know, it's well. But by the time the movie starts, they they're are all together. they're yeah. all together in a lot of these. Yeah. Um, I think this because it's a, a newer one, and because the just how well, amazingly well done it is. I mean, it's an incredible movie. I might have gone with Guns of Navarone over this oh. myself, <laughs> but it's a good choice. It's you know, I rewatched some of that recently. It opens a little slower than I recall, you but think? I think a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish watching it. I think the rest of it picks up a bit. The next two and a half hours Something are going like to be, yeah. be brilliant. <laughs> would you would you enlighten us with your second choice, please, sir? Oh man, I'm really stuck because there's one that I bet Jeremy thinks I'm going to pick, and it would be interesting. It would be the right thing for me to do for my generation, to be clear. But I'm going to go in a completely different route. Uh, I hate this. June why, 9th. Why don't, you, why don't you cheat and tell us what you, th- uh, with clues, if not, if you'd like, but what the one you thought I would have thought that you thought that I thought that you thought. Right. None of you are going to have this, so I'm not spoiling it. But the Sandlot fits this category perfectly. Written in stone. Yeah, of course. I mean, L- LED screen little thingies. Right. Those are like little stones, Pixels. right? They're little. Written with a stone. The pixels are little rocks that little nanobots are pushing into place for me, aren't they? Is that sure. Uh, yeah, the Sandlot's like the obvious choice here. I've talked about the Sandlot before. Anybody in my generation, basically, the Sandlot's just like a fun stand by me with no death. Like it's just like a, it's like a fun. It's literally the same story. There's a dog, right. right? There's a scary dog instead of a dead body. Right, the beast oh, who's oh, terrifying. What year is Sandlot? Ninety three. Yeah, that's what happened to the world between eighty five and ninety three. Is that you couldn't have movies for kids with dead bodies in them anymore, and people right. and people dying. All the all the fun was taken out of. That's why we got the nice things. All right, JT. They lowered the the stakes. What's your actual movie? What's your clever pick? All right, so, well, so I I had a top five, and there's a bunch of different ones. So this one, I'm going to go June 9th, 1989. Uh, This is a very, very difficult cast, but I'll go Kurtwood Smith and Josh Charles. Josh Charles? Five words. Young Josh Charles. Five words. It's going to give it away, but I don't mind. I got it. What is it? Is this Dead Poet Society? It's Dead Poet Society. Oh. Yep. So the five words were uniforms, uh, rips, Shakespeare, desks, captain. There you go. There you go. So the fun, the the reason I wound up liking this category, aside from just like buddy movies are fun. Now I have an extraordinarily long list of funny movies that fall into this. But what was exciting about this for me is the more I thought about it, and I love Mike's pick for for Saving Private Ryan for this exact reason. It's like it's deeper than that, and like Dead Poet Society, aside from being hauntingly sad uh it really does tell the story of friendship of like this deep bond that's formed over like trauma (laughs) and i don't know it's just like i the more and more i thought about it there's a lot of fun ones that would have been more fun to pick because they're goofy and silly sandlot being one uh there's a bunch of others but the more I, i really thought about like movies that i thought actually encapsulated what it's like to be a group of friends and what a group of friends actually looks like I think this is probably more true to form, which is both really sad, but also I think honest. And it's a beautiful film. Like it's a, oh, it's a good pick, bud. And it has what like like Stand by Me has Goonies a little bit. Like you need that one scene of them just hanging out, yeah, and bonding. So you have a campfire scene in Dead Poets. It's like that's in, like in the, the that's that the moment, right? Right. Reading the poetry. Yeah, yeah reading the poetry in the cave to Wanda. Yep. But if, if you can pick Dead Poets Society, then you should be able to pick the first Toy Story, right? Because because it's Dead a group Poets of friends are already established, and Ethan, then a new guy Ethan comes Hawk in. Hawk is the new guy in the movie, yeah. right? He comes into the group. Yeah, that was a group pre Hawks. Right? I'm saying it's fine. Right, right, right. I'm saying yeah. if we, should, we should be able to we should allow both. We allow. Or you could awesome. just use Dead Poets Society, too. Dead, deader poets society. <laughs> if you love them dead, you'll love them deader. <laughs> All right, Jared, round us out. So now, now I am very torn. I'm down to two movies, both of which, again, I, I have a full top five. I've got two more for you, so I'll see if I. All right. Well, I will. I will do this. I will give the two years of the last two that I'm really struggling with. I will actually tell you. I have pre pre picked the later. The later movie is the one that I will go with right now, and I have talked about it. So deal with it. But the older <laughs> one would be from 1979. Oh, wow. Okay, I have no idea what that is. 1979. 
Uh, swimming in man-made rocky pool. Oh. Um, swimming in man-made rocky pool? <sighs> I have no idea. Is it The Outsiders? About a college bike race? Oh, oh, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Away. Breaking away. Breaking away. Right. They're away. in the quarry. They swim in the quarry. So these four guys hanging out. That's all they do. Whole That's movie. literally the whole movie. Just <laughs> the whole movie. Uh, but the one that I think I tried to really channel sort of myself the most I could for this one. I, I kind of did the, I want to get so into the spirit of this episode that what would be the, if I've got to pick a movie to watch with my buddies, Every time we hang out, that is about buddies hanging out. So, like the most meta definition, mm-hmm. 1996. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and the five words for those who did not get it are friends cruising around dead parties. <laughs> and the only actor I will name because uh, the entire rest of the cast, well, there's two, I guess, is Patrick Van Horn <laughs> yeah. or Alex Dessert, would be the other stretchy. Not give the whole thing away. I, mean, I don't know what it is. I, give it to Jeff. Jeff jumped all yeah, over this. He did. Yeah, 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 he said no, 96. Because we saw this together multiple times, yeah. I think, in 1996. This is Swingers. Oh, wow, wow. So of course. This is Swingers. Let's get out of here. Yeah, this is dead end. So, so I even thought though, of this. So hold on one second. Yeah, even okay. though it's not me at 12, like I was forced to on me, just like Jeff. Uh, and it's not... Sort of this version of life that I, I could have really pictured being that age for, like breaking away. Swingers to me, absolutely, though, like if it was this group of guys and, and, and each trip, it was like you only get one movie and you never somehow get tired of seeing that movie ever. And it's to represent hanging out with buds. Yeah. It's I think this is it. And we just watched it together over the summer. Totally, yeah. totally held up for us. The hanging out scenes when they're playing NHL over and over again. Yeah. It is primarily. I, look, I could argue. But they're with myself. all together. That's right. When they're playing hockey. That's right. The primary, my thing with Gretzky. Yeah. Hold on. There's a new feature. You can make the head bleed. Watch this. <laughs> it's obviously primarily the journey of Mikey and yeah. Trent, but the amount of screen time that they get with their buds is significant. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Pretty much everything other than the Vegas scene is groups, right? And you also have that crossing over of groups. So you have like Ron Livingston. When they're going playing mini golf, get there, right? Get or not mini golf, right? Regular golf, yeah, right? So, pitch, pitch and swingers to me represents that, like, what friendship in your twenties, in many ways, was or should have or could have been like. You're you've got this crew. Maybe different groups are migrating in or out. But after they have their blow up, uh, yeah. he comes back to play hockey, right? And the hip hop guys are there. Who they? Yeah. Pulled the gun on all that. Yeah, so there's all these groups going bigger, smaller, but it's definitely all about friendship. That's great. All about the journey. It's a great pick. It was totally the one great I had movie. for you. I have one more for you. No, there's, there's more on the list. All right. So, well, so what we'll do now is I want to do a lightning round because oh. there's a lot of stuff that was left off. But, mm-hmm. Jeremy, before we do that, you had some picks of what you thought your friends would pick because yeah. for those of you who have not figured this out yet, Jeremy and his, his boys are all together in a house which is awesome. So they're literally doing like a buddy trip, which was the perfect time to do the buddy episode. So Jeremy, how well do you know your friends? What did you pick? All right. I missed Mike and Josh. Mike, I wrote down that you might pick Animal House. Mm. Oh, what? yes, that would have been an excellent <laughs> one. And Josh, I actually thought you might have picked Swingers. There was a part of me that thought you might have tried to grab it. I'm, I'm, I thought about Swingers. I thought about Animal House too. Yeah. And then... Jeff, it was Stand By Me, and JT was the Sandlot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and for Josh, I had I, I had Ferris Bueller's. So my list. I have a list that I want to share quickly of, of movies that I thought you guys would just pick. I didn't have an, anybody in particular, but I have like this little list of stuff you guys would pick. So Swingers was the very first one. Okay. Uh, I had Ferris Bueller. I, I had Clerks, although I think it was only two. It's really just the two it's guys. Two guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Can't Ooh. watch it anymore, though. But, but they all got together in the movie, didn't oh, they? No, they? They didn't become know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The two of them, Albert and Oh, Lewis. right. They knew each right. other. But, Albert that's, and right. Lewis. but <laughs> that's their name. That's right. 
Albert it, Lewis? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, ah. it's definitely Lewis. Gilbert. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have just stuck with Albert. We were all about it. It's ah. Carradine. And, uh, Hold on. Back to JT's list. Then the only other ones that I had for your group that I thought would be interesting. So I had the Goonies. And then the last one I had was City Slickers. <laughs> City Slickers also. <laughs> no, that's three guys. Two. Okay. Which three guys come start that's off? Three that's guys. three guys. That's three guys. Yeah. Philly, yeah. Crystal, yeah. Bruno, oh, Kirby, really and uh, the tall guy. That's my yeah. Yeah. It was Randy. It was, yeah, the, the, he's one of the wet bandits. And then and the second one, they had John Lovitz, too. All right. I have a few more written down that I actually prepared from some five-word clues for. I, I have, oh, I have I, one I, with I, a five-word five crew. crew. All right. Clue. So let's keep going around. Lightning round. Sure. Lightning round, just a clue. Like, uh, you can do a quick reaction and then move. So uh, keeping in the order, Jeff, you have another five-word? Yeah, I'll go with 2019 ooh, ooh. undoing their biggest mistake. <laughs> I got it. Oh, I have a guess, even though I didn't see it. What? That would be Avengers Endgame? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you saw yeah, this one, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking of then, but yeah, I did see that. All right, Josh, you have one? Okay, yeah. 1999, Diedrich Bieber and Gary Cole, you, and you call right? that gangster rap. DJ Bader and Gary Cole. Is this Office Space? Office Space, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's nice. Great. Mike, you got another one? Um, 1986. Let me just confirm that. 1986. I'll stay on the ship. 86. 86? It's a sequel. You love sequels. 86. 86? I'll stay on the ship. I'll stay. Oh, what's a sequel in the mid 80s? I have no idea. Um, this is too soon for so Ghostbusters kind of a, This is Ghostbusters 2? Oh, you know what? Crap. No, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't think this is going to work. Actually, I just realized the movie was Aliens, but it was a totally uh, – all the cast is new. I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. They and, all develop. I was thinking they were – but it's just her from the first movie. And they all get eaten, so it definitely doesn't work. Also, no, she true. doesn't get eaten. That's true. But it's a great movie. Ah, JT, crap. you got another one? I mean, I've got a whole list of them. Uh, let's do 2001. Slips, Sister, Cops – Crates, Supra. Supra. Is that, uh, uh, oh, the Fast and the Furious? Yeah, I mean, it's more like family than friends, but you get it. (laughs) All right, for me, 1986, acting as several fighting friends. 1986. Acting as several fighting friends. I like this clue. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I I gotta say, I like this clue. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Nope, that's later. That was 91. I have that on my list. All right, since we're in speed mode, that was The Three Amigos. Oh, uh, yeah. acting is fighting friends. Nice. Yeah. All right, top of the list again. Jeff, you have another one? I do. I've got uh, 1986 also. I'll give you Jeremy Piven and Curtis Armstrong. Ooh. That's, in 86? That's is this Revenge of the Nerds 2? No. Yeah. Five-word clue is saving the dewdrop in. Oh, 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 uh, yeah, this is one crazy summer. <laughs> this is one crazy mm-hmm. summer. Oh, my Anytime God. Anytime you got Jeremy yes. Piven, it's a John Cusack. That's great. There you go. Yeah. Okay, I've got one more. It's a series. I can't give you the years because I'll just give it all away. It's okay. It's going to call it, I'll go, I'll go back to that school. I'll go back to that school? I'll go back to that school. It's a series, though. I'm guessing this might be American Pie. Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Ah. Uh, yeah. All the Potters, right? Because yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you still yeah. on anything, Mike? No, no. You're not good. okay. JT, you got another one? Uh, yeah, let's go with. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, 94. Chips. 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 Yeah, PCU. PCU. <laughs> PCU. Well, I guess they're all friends. Yeah, that's a great one. What's the kid? Tom. Tom. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> Uh, my last one, I actually did technically a couple others, but this is the last, what I think the last good one is. 2018, playing the oldest game around. 2018, playing the oldest game around. Tag? Yes. I have tag on my list. That's good. Yeah, my whole shtick, by the way, since since they've kind of gotten used one way or another, is if we had done a normal style, all of my five words were describing what the friends were doing. Hmm. That, was my, that was my little thingy. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, okay, so then we have. Do we have well, more? Th- Jeff, thought, more. Yeah, you didn't use one that I was sure you would I, use. Well, I have still more written down. Keep going. All right. So I, I won't do that one. Oh, well, I don't have a year for that. Well, now we're doing fast five, so just go for it. Yeah, just say, just say the movies now. We're out of time. 
Five. So I'd, I'd say an almost fire in here. Okay. Defenders movie you don't like, but but is it defining? But anyway, right. out it's a terrible for movie. the malaise of the uh, of the eighties. And I have the two towers or or Return, or Return of, the of the King, yeah. which yeah. I couldn't believe you didn't have. I decided I didn't want it to be the buddies going on an adventure. I deliberately avoid. I have written down here Avengers two, Guardians two, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So we talked about this because I wouldn't. I, I didn't like the, the. I didn't think it was to okay to go with the uh, Lord of the Rings because they're not sequels. They're really just continuations of the story. Different movies. The the Love Five Top Five rule, if you go check the handbook on page 73, yep. subsection <laughs> we didn't Roman numeral XII, it's very clearly spelled out. Separate Every movie is a separate movie. Okay. I did want to bring something up that I noticed earlier. Did anybody mention any sports movies? Other than Sandlot. So I, I've got I've got a sports movie that I it's the Mighty Ducks. Yes, I was just the point because they I don't I don't know if you're in this conversation from what I picked up you do. I am so not I don't follow sports at all. These guys talk about sports a lot, and I was surprised because there are a lot of I don't know off the top of my head if I could pick someone where they all knew each other throughout the whole thing because I think of like miracle right. It's all the teams coming together and overcoming their differences. That's a good question. Bad News Bears, it's all the same. Well, Bad News Bears is it's a good question. Like you could even argue like Rudy, other than Rudy himself, you've got the gang that's been hanging out the entire time. Like it's a weird thing about sports movies. I I think I think Mighty Ducks is is an interesting one because it's so much on the element of the kids as friends. Yeah, my, so my, the only ones that I had that I would make an argument for are Mighty Ducks and I had Dodgeball, if you consider that. Ah, <laughs> nice. Uh, Jay, nice. Jeff, do you have any left at all? Nope. JT, do you have any left at all? Uh, I have a whole bunch left. The only ones that I do want to bring up, for, which are generational, so uh, Road Trip and Euro Trip both. Nice. Um, I think uh, Ocean's Eleven. I wrote down Ocean 13 because I think he did assemble the crew for the first one, and 12 was so bad that I. 12 was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, And then the only other one, and this is actually so Anchorman, PCU, I already said, um, Hangover was kind of an obvious one. Hangover and Bridesmaids. Yeah, same. Uh, So so I have a question for the group quickly, and this is my last one is Goodwill Hunting? Question mark? Because his crew is pretty established, and they yeah. and it's not yeah. just Ben Affleck; it's Casey and that other guy. Like they're there the whole time. Would that account? Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They had like, a lot. They had a lot of screen time as a group. Oh, all, right. they were always together. Like it was the only one that was ever separated from them was Ben Affleck occasionally, but otherwise it was the four. Yeah, it's not what you would say like is the primary plot line, but it would certainly be in the. It would definitely fill out the list. Like Anchorman, the way Anchorman is, they're not all together as a group. That's not the main story, but that is certainly a, an essential element to it. Yeah, Jared. What about you? Got anything else? That was it. I wasn't. I had the Ocean's Thirteen as the very last one to throw out there. This is great. Well, uh, I can say that it is a a pleasure, buddies, talking about buddies with some buddies, buddy. Yeah, JT. If you could just uh, edit this down to forty-five minutes, it'll be perfect. Yeah, I got that. That is in the bag, my friend. In the bag. The bag. If you could take out anybody's name who starts with J. And send me that part. Great. <laughs> All right, folks. So as always, thank you for joining the Lo-Fi Top Five. Uh, listen, what we're going to do is why don't we're going to crowdsource the next. Uh, we're just going to crowdsource it. Somebody who listens to this, tell us what we're going to do next time. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We do whatever we want. It's Lo-Fi Top Five. <laughs> You drink my wine. Why?